kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. One, two testicles. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your humble host, Trebles Garcia. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank the Lord for allowing me to be here today. And I want to thank every single one of you for allowing me to enter your space. Guys, I have an amazing episode lined up for you guys. I cannot wait to tell you who is on for the third fucking time. What a fucking blessing. First of all, I want to make sure that you guys know that Perna Radio Podcast, PernaRadio.com is fully activated. You could stream now the last five episodes audio and you could also watch the episode with dr laura sandgraf from 2023 the biggest episode on 2023 absolutely free on paranoidradio.com do not forget to drop a five review on apple podcast this allows other people to enjoy the show as much as i enjoy making it now please allow me to jump in for the deep end of the pool and set the fucking mood striking while the iron is hot heidi love i'm sorry I have to apologize. And the reason I'm apologizing is because I have been negligent, not only to the people that support me the most and love me and have connected with, but the people that I've been not only reaching off and, and getting information for the audience off. I owe you an amazing and a huge apology in front of my audience and on my show. Please forgive me. And I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. And I want to thank you for your time. And I want to thank you for coming back on the show and for considering us after you have an amazing I know you have a, a very heavy schedule you're 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 heavy on your show you're heavy on other people's show you've been on cult you've been on freaking Juan on Juan podcast like you are a huge person to be around with and I am blessed to have you on our show today so please apologize I, I, I please please uh, accept my apology and let's rock this this episode out <laughs> that came Absolutely. from Nard, by the way <laughs> No, don't be, don't, I said I wasn't even mad. Don't even worry about it. This is not, like, we have lives. I don't blame you for having a life. It was Christmas, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I I totally understood where you were coming from. Because I was like, you know what? It's okay. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. And so it does. It is. I wasn't mad at all. Yeah. Now, guys, after a complete makeover of, of identity and how the world views the church, and to maintain social acceptance along with 15% of the congregation's 100 billion clandestine hedge funds tax-free money in their account, the Mormon church has accomplished what only few and only little, little bit of amount of people have actually completed around their lifetime. An absolute and outmost optimum behavior control over the society. Our next guest has taken the podcast world by storm. And I see her amongst the greatest speakers in this topic of our generation to hit the wave span of the sound and everybody and everything that you listen to and you consume on. I am truly humbled to have and shared moments with her behind the mic. Please give a warm welcome to our friend, ex-Mormon, whistleblowing, all-around beautiful soul, Heidi from the Unfiltered Rise podcast. Thank you. <laughs> welcome thank back. Thank you. Yes, I'm so happy to be here. I love coming on and it's my pleasure to also be on. I love your energy. You know, I love that. I just appreciate you wanting me back on and I appreciate the compliments. I just try to bring it real. Like I, I yeah. just my since I've been a kid, I wasn't ever good at lying because I 
blurt everything out. So I just figure telling the truth is always the best. And that's what I do. So It's the biggest, biggest door. And I've just recently learned that lesson about 10 years ago. My, my mentor told me, Angel, do you know the biggest door out there? You know what it is? Because after he told me to be cutthroat, he also told me, you know what the biggest door is out there for to escape any any issues? He goes, well, I'm like, no matter how much it hurts, I'm like, what? He goes, the biggest door, the fastest way out, the biggest door is telling the truth, quite frankly. So now if my I wife agree. sees me high or if she sees me drunk, I just tell her, babe, I'm fucked up. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. Lo siento. Lo siento. Welcome back. Heidi Love from the Unfiltered Podcast. You can find her on our freaking section on our drop down menu on Parenting Radio Podcast. And you can also find her on all podcast platforms. Make sure she's get checked out. Make sure you freaking give her a faster review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. It's called the Unfiltered Rise Podcast. And this is Mormon 3. On Mormon 1, you yeah. spoke about the, all the symbols that they have, the Mormon culture, the Mormon society, the Mormon religion, and how dark it goes. And the second time, you came around and you told me about their rituals, and you told me a little bit about how necromancy is part of it. And then you you, you evolved that conversation by inspiring other conversations on our show called Necromancer, and then I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing what on baptisms, and wow, we, oh. we expanded the knowledge on oh boy. not only the scripture and Jesus Christ, yeah, but we it's it's deep, it's a deep conversation. I love the way you brought it because those rituals are what makes um the world go round today, not only in churches and in other doctrines and other you know Protestant areas of the Christianism umbrella, but also through TV and through the things that we consume every day and the things that we give our kids, if anything. Now, Heidi, yes. where can they find you? And please open up the conversation. What are you trying to introduce today awesome. on Moment 3? Yes, I'm at the Unfiltered Rise. I am everywhere podcasters serve. I do have a Patreon, at Unfiltered Rise at Patreon. We are gearing up for our new um, collaboration with Hellfire Agency. And we he's another Exmo. We call him that, Ex-Mormon. And we <laughs> are going to be bringing to you Blood Atonement that will only be available on uh, our Patreon. Because it's Whoa. not part of my, yeah, it's not like part of my only, it's his too. And so mm -hmm. we're going to talk about all the murders, mayhem, and Mormons. Can you that. sprinkle a little bit to yes. get the people enticed stop you with bet. that what is it there's fucking so been murders blood atonement that is what we're here to talk about today and blood okay. atonement is something that a lot of people will deny that happened in the church or they will say oh that that wasn't really they love to do that that wasn't really a thing it was the mm -hmm. time it was like back in the day and i'm like okay maybe so but i have some information that i don't think it stopped and that brings us to a very interesting conversation. It did get taught originally by the church in the 19th century. And it, mm -hmm. this was widely um, more publicized by the second prophet of the church, Brigham Young. But the first prophet of the church, Joseph Smith, still was involved in this uh, thought process. So basically, mm -hmm. the idea of blood atonement means that they do not believe that Jesus Christ's blood covers all sins. They do not. They believe but that that's, some sin, that's strictly going against scripture, right? Isn't yeah. Wait, oh, what? One hundred percent. You know how okay, they do. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. you know, I brought you some things. They don't really care yeah. about the Bible so much because uh -huh. they say that it is all about discernment. And if they discern that the Bible was wrong in a little part, then 
you know, that's that. So I find it interesting when we tie it together. The last time I was here, how I showed you the Mars dagger that Joseph Smith had mm -hmm. with the insignia on it. Mm -hmm. um, as I've gone through my studies more and more, I found out that a cup, a dagger, multiple things are necessary and not only magic, but Satanism um, and the OTO and different things. And so this was something that Joseph Smith himself possessed, but as well, other people in the church. And after Joseph Smith's death, Brigham Young took over and he had a fun little nickname. His nickname was Bloody Brigham. He was, uh, he wore a bloodstone. He was, a a really huge problem for the church, even though they went forward to name a whole university after him and they keep it that name to this day. But wow. his ways, yeah, his ways were he blew polygamy up. I mean, he they say that polygamy is to go forth and um populate the earth, right? Like to have more wives, mm -hmm. to have more children. Well, this dude, he didn't do a good job. He was Mr. Hit it and quit it. He had 55 wives and 57 kids. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not populating nothing. That's a hit it and quit it. You know? That's just a whole I mean, town. <laughs> yeah, that's like, okay, that was fun. On to the next, right? Like, he was not a good guy. And in a sermon by Brigham Young at the time at hand for the members, they found that if you were too sinful, this is an actual quote it, at hand for the time that members, if found sinful, they should have willingly bloodshed and the law of for kingdom of God shed my blood that I may be exalted with the watch this last word gods. He didn't say God. I've come to you multiple times saying that I believe that they worship other gods. Why would he say plural gods if they believe in God, right? Because even you, Holy Spirit you mentioned even the God. way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Catholics, the Catholics do the same thing. You know, the Catholics, I just learned this through baptism. Now that I mentioned the whole baptism thing, the, mm -hmm. the way they baptize is under the 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 Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They divide the one, the truly the I'm not trying to go against any Christianism here, but what I'm trying to understand right. is why is it that they're dividing the one true God by not mentioning his name? And then Jesus Christ was also baptized by his own cousin under the name Trilogy. He was part of the Trilogy at that time that he was being baptized. But after that, everybody had to be baptized under the name of Jesus Christ, right? Right. You had to mention, yeah. you, have a, you have to put verbalize his name. You have to put it out in frequency. Yes. And... Yes. And uh, uh, and before on, on episode Mormon 2, when you came through uh, towards the end of the episode, you mentioned how they were not only doing secret handshakes and doing necromancy and doing um, rituals for the dead. Which makes no fucking sense, but they were also <laughs> they were also mentioning the word gods in plural. And that's mm -hmm. when you cut it off. And that's yep. where I was like, wait, wait, what the fuck ah. is going on? So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we are Thank back you. to multiple gods here. And yeah. they will lie and say. Chicken snake god. Yeah. Chicken snake mm -hmm. god. And they will yeah. lie and say that this is not like what they believe. But I don't believe normal Mormons do. I believe this goes to the upper echelon. Because it, it goes so high up that everything gets corrupt at the top, right? We know this. It's not like a thing just for Mormons only. It's in politics. It's in 
healthcare. Mm -hmm. It's in, you know, world economic forum. It doesn't matter what it is. The highest player gets the coins, right? Like that's just the way yeah. it is. And the women, by the way. <laughs> but yeah. the, this guy, he wants to take it to a whole new level. <clears throat> and what he is saying is that the prophet says basically how we believe that everything is done on the cross, that when Jesus said it is done, it is done. The Mormons didn't believe that. Now they've backtracked. They've taken all this back. They pulled this out and put this in the journal of discourses. However, you have to remember, they believe in direct revelation from God to the prophet and whatever comes yeah. out of their mouth is mm -hmm. supposed to be from God. So we have a situation here. And when people call that out and they say, I thought he was a prophet, the prophet's supposed to know everything. Guess what the answer is? Well, the prophet's just a man. Wait a minute. Is the prophet a God or is the prophet a man? Like I thought he mm -hmm. got revelation. Not he mm -hmm. is a God, but he receives direct revelation from God. And yeah. even kind of like how the yeah. popes were, the popes are, the Pope is the closest <laughs> thing to God, I honestly think that Donald Trump is the closest thing to Jesus Christ. So I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. <laughs> I just throw that out there. But, but the Pope, again, Catholics, right? Yes. Catholic, same thing. You kill someone today, tomorrow morning at Sunday Mass, you get forgiven by a man, right? right? It's freaking right. crazy. Now, There's... who gave that man authority? Yet the Bible also states you can't trust another man. So it's like, no, uh, it's okay. and the only God you should worship is God. So it's um, yes. Jesus Christ. So wow. Okay. Yep. Okay. So these things led him to say that this is literally what the prophet says. This is what Jesus meant when he says, love your neighbor, love them enough to kill them. Brigham Young says he knows this because he is one of the few people that is able to discern those words that Jesus Christ spoke. Listen to your prophet. He knows the way. Okay. So this Wait, man. Wait, what the Fuck. This is a quote. Go back. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait. Go back to three steps. Wait, wait. Yep. Love your neighbor enough it, yep, to, to kill, them. kill them. Yes, because if they're in sin, they should willingly want to come and die for their sin to be blood atoned. And they have had cases where they had men. One was the Anderson case. They dug a grave. His wife sewed his clothes. Everybody knew what was up. He came out. He kneeled over the grave they dug and they chopped his head off and slit. Well, first they slit his neck. And this is what we used to do in the temple. We used to do this symbol, just like the OTO, as well as over our bowels to slit our bowels or slit our throats. Yes. So, yeah, if we were to speak of the things I'm speaking of right now. Yep. Necromance. Oh my. Wait, 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 wait. Blood oath. Wait. Blood oath. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. A topic. A topic. Always. Because I'm always doing the heavy research. Yes. Always doing research on the baptism, on the baptisms and uh, how the Protestants do it now and how other doctrines do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. <laughs> and I learned that the fine, the last supper, the final supper, whatever you want to fucking call it. No disrespect to Jesus Christ. God knows my heart, and I am trying. I am. I'm just trying to search for the truth and expand it, and then amplify it. Right. The idea of, and I would love for you to explain this to me if it connects kind of with the moment. What they're if doing, I can, right? I will do it. <laughs> if they are eating, he goes. This is the final supper. Do this in my remembrance. 
I don't right. think he meant. I don't think he meant do it continuously in the other doctor. I don't think he meant to continue doing it. Yet eating the bread that represents his flesh and drinking the wine that represents his blood—that's necromancy. It depends. I know that they say there's two camps. One is that it's a morbid, weird necromancy thing. And mm -hmm. that's also the camp of like, you shouldn't wear crosses because God, you know, Jesus Christ was put to death on the cross. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, but there's Bible scripture that says he who does not believe in the cross is foolish. So it's kind of one of those things. Same believe thing. Believe in the cross in what way? Believe in the cross. Because the Romans used to use the cross as something to fear monger with. Before he yeah, was they, crucified. They hate the cross. They hate the cross. The Mormons will never wear a cross and they hate the cross. You'll never see oh, a cross. Wow. Mm -mm. So they were on purposely trying to revolt yes. against what yes. scripture. Oh, wow. Okay. Like this it. is so deep. Now. And then so deep. they yeah. have uh, actual, they do the actual scripture for the blessing on the bread and water. It's pretty similar. They use bread and water, not wine. Um, and they, they do a whole sacrament which is fine i think sacrament is okay if you have it in remembrance of the blood of my son that's what they say i don't know what the other churches do because i've not been to enough of them but they mm -hmm. say like oh god the eternal father bless us this day and this bread to the souls of all those who partake of it that they may mm -hmm. eat in remembrance of the blood of the or the the flesh of thy son mm -hmm. and which was shed for them and the blood was shed for oh, them. It's I very see. similar. Yeah. I had yeah. to pull that out of my head. So like those Ooh. words are it's almost exact. <laughs> it's yeah. not quite. But I think that overall it's it's sacrament is one thing that you you can do in the right heart. But I get where you're coming from because some people's minds go to a different place. And that's where we come to discernment. We cannot be doing things that we don't have discernment over. And I'm with you. I don't think it needs to be done as often as it's done. Mm -hmm. I think it was uh, sa sacrament wasn't often. And then everybody takes partakes. Everybody yeah. partakes. Yes. Everybody that's even not even, I mean, I'm talking about like people that have been in the church or have been, and I'm not fucking congregating anywhere. I'm just yeah. saying yeah. that I noticed people that yeah. have been in the church for two weeks should not be participating in anybody's no. flesh or drinking anybody's blood for that saying. I mean, I'm just yep. being exaggerative here, right? Yep. But God damn. But, okay. but wow. you should have a moment where you ponder if this is right for you that day. And I don't think it should be pushed. I got this one hair keep going in my eye. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to be <laughs> moving it a lot. Um, but I don't think that everyone should be forced into it like a like a ritual like it is, right? Like it should ritual, be available yeah. and we should be able to renew that covenant with God, but it should be kind of a preparatory thing. And it, it honestly should be you should be at a place in your heart. It shouldn't be some brand new person that doesn't you should know be aligned. You should be aligned yes. with that. That yes. not only with the doctrine and with spiritually with God, if anything, you yes. need to be right. Yep. You need to be right. Walk yes. uh, need, the most righteous yep. path you can to be able to take yes. on that big ass. Okay. Okay. I get you. Okay. You back need to a Mormons. relationship with God. Yes. Yes. And so, all right. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. <laughs> He says, if you love your neighbor, you will love him enough to atone for his sins by blood sacrifice. Okay. Again, mm. we're taking away what? The simplicity of Paul. Paul's letters are everything. Paul writes about this all the time to like discount Pharisees and their weird things that they do all the time. They're always trying yeah. to put some little middleman, some little thing, because you know why they do it. 
if we don't have control over our people, then they're not going to pay the tithing. They're not going to come to church. They have to have the sacrament every week. You have to treat them that this is very important for them to be here and have this sacrament because then they're going to send the donation thing like correctly before or after. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's all about control. And when that happens, you've taken away what it was for. Jesus yeah. said it was done. It was done. If there was nothing and you you never went to church again and you never took the sacrament, does it change your heart? Does it? It, do- mm-hmm. it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. And doing it in front of people, I don't know that that's exactly proper either because where does God tell us to go? To our closet. You know, like... It's not supposed to be this show. He's a right? jealous God. He got to be intimate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He is a jealous and dude. So yeah. I just, for that, I'm just saying Brigham constantly and Joseph Smith constantly and other churches constantly put another person in the way. And to this, they t- took it to the maximum extent to death. I mean, this is death. We're talking about slitting people's throats and letting them. This is okay. Them. Now, 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 now completely. Let's get to the, to like this is true crime shit now. It just transformed from a spiritual. This oh, is true crime. Just wait. I got a true crime for you, and it's recent. It's not the 19th century at all. Yeah. Okay. From this situation. Grim, yep. Grim, the Grim dude. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh huh. Grimbowski. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wicked. Okay. So they started murdering people to save their own souls. Oh, what? The, the- oh, are you talking about Brigham Young? Are we no, 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 the, 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 the sacrificing your neighbor type of situation here. Oh, sorry. That's Brigham Young. I thought you were going to talk about Grimm. No, no, no. I, I want to let you do that because I'm not very okay. versed on it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. I thought you meant one of our colleagues. Okay. So Brigham Young, he came out more. Joseph Smith brought out the first idea of it. And these are the sins that you have to blood atone for blood atone. Number one, adultery. Number two, apostates. Once you know the truth. That would be me. People that speak out against the church, murderers, sexual immoral people, and sex with anyone outside your race. Mm-hmm. So if you were to have sex outside your race, he felt that this had to be atoned for with blood atonement, literally. <clears throat> I mean, death Another- or you shed your blood? No, death. this is death. You have to sacrifice someone or yourself yourself and Get out, you should do dude. it willing willingly and so this lady that was uh his ex-wife her name is Anne eliza webb says they asked her how many were on the list that had been blood atoned right mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is what she had to say there exists an appallingly long list of men and women who have dealt with and sent into eternity without a moment's warning for no crime at all, except for daring to differ, if ever so slightly, from those in authority. So they turned it around and used it to keep people in line. Heidi. And they got rid of people. The Holy, I just did an episode on, on Constantine. And the Holy Roman Catholic Church went to war with the world and every other religion. In the name of Jesus Christ with a cross on their shield. And they yes. had a quota. The Templars, the Templars had a quota. They needed to kill 420 people daily, each member 
420. They're very connected with the number 420. It's not oh, yeah. just Hitler's. Yeah. Hitler's uh, yeah. They're Gematria. very connected with the 420. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. super huge. It's Gematria. Believe mm -hmm. it or not. And they needed to smoke out. They needed to take out, swimming with the fishes, people right. on a daily basis in the name of Jesus Christ. Because yep. their blood would not only help them get to, um, to an ascension, but also... The person that you're killing would automatically be blessed and open into the gates of heaven. Yet the yes. Bible never even says you go to heaven or hell when you die. The Bible right. only says you go to a fucking waiting room with elevated music, dog, and you're waiting for <laughs> to get yep. you know to get moved up. Anyway, and, okay, continue. Wow, this is and huge, dude. What a connection. This has continued and continued um into like multiple presidents clear into the 70s. Okay. This this isn't like only 19th century. This is like a long thing. And the third president of the church, John Taylor said, some crimes can only be atoned for by the life of the guilty party. So they truly believe in this. Well, this led to some really serious shit. Okay. This led to people that started thinking this in their mind, like, oh, my wife's going to leave the church. And so I have to do something about this. Right. So if you yeah. watched that show that I told you about under the banner of heaven, there's mm -hmm. some murders that are associated with this blood atonement crime because his mm -hmm. wife, that's called the Lafferty brothers, like L A F F E R T Y Lafferty. Mm -hmm. And they, his wife was going to become an apostate and leave the church and leave him, which was not uh, biblical to them. You know, you don't leave. Uh. And so he decided that he would take matters into his own hands after much. They were very culty. They were way off the rails of the mainstream. And that's what the Mormon church is going to say. Oh, they're just crazy. They're way off the rails. But if they didn't introduce this shit, then we wouldn't be here to the murders of not only his wife, but his baby. Yeah, yeah. He killed his daughter. Wait, yeah. wait. 80. Yeah. And so... I'm just like, okay. Heidi, you went in deep. Heidi, then, right? you know, it's funny. It's funny because, uh, again, why this is connects. that a situation? Why is yeah, that a situation? It doesn't make it, sense. Same it's, situation. It kind of connects it to um the Catholics. I mean, I'm not talking shit here. Can you hear me? Are we good? There we go. Mm, Are we good? Yeah. I don't know. Testicles, testicles, one, two. Testicles, one, two. Testicles, one, two. Okay. Now? Got you. Okay. So <laughs> they, the, I am probably being monitored because this case goes into more cases. And if you, okay. Have you heard of the stupid show sister wives? No. Okay. It is, I, I don't watch actually, TV. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I don't watch I TV. Know. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> watch TV because I'm always getting ready for a podcast, but yeah. <laughs> if you look up sister wives, it is a, a modern day show about polygamy. And this man has multiple, wives and one of them is named Christine and uh. Christine's background is very interesting because she comes from the all red clan. Remember me telling you how a lot of clans branched off because a lot of them wanted to stay with polygamy and that. And so she was one of the ones they call it like polygamy royalty, basically, because mm. the all reds were just as big as the Jeffs. Do you remember me mm. talking about the Jeffs? Yeah, yeah. So the all reds became so insane. They were like the mobsters of the polygamy people. And Ervil LeBaron 
1972 started claiming that he should have been the rightful prophet. And so guess what he did? He used his children. They call him the Charles Manson of the Mormon, the Mormons, because he used his daughters and brainwashed them to go into a doctor's office. Cause one of the guys that, that was like the other party that was supposed to be the prophet was a doctor and they walked in and shot him. Yeah. Because the dad had put this in their heads, like so far brainwashed them. And she said, I knew I also had to not just shoot him. They went back into the building. They could have got away, but he said the orders were and make sure he was dead. Well, they weren't sure that he was dead. So they went back and shot him again. And so they just didn't even care. Like everyone what's, saw. What's the name of the people involved in this story again? The One LeBarons, more time. Irvo LeBaron is the father and his daughters. And they literally call him the Charles Manson of polygamy. Basically. This is the next episode right here. Yes. This is the it's next so big. true crime it's episode on Paranormal Radio dropping next week after this one. It's going to be a fucking. So good. You are triggering an amazing domino effect of energy here. It'll wow. be awesome. I promise you. You're going to go because he killed his own brother, most of his sisters and brother's children. And I'm mm. talking when I say kill, you remember they're polygamists. There's a lot of people here. I think it was upwards of hundreds of people that died over this. They went into their town and just opened fire literally in the seventies and eighties. This is not that long ago. And because this they were not- brainwashed that this was going to bring salvation to them. Because he was the prophet. Yep. And so get the, uh, get rid of the other one. Under the moment of faith, right? Moment yep. faith. Under, yes. Like a branch, a branch off. A branch yeah. off. Yes. Yeah. So I want to make that clear. It wasn't mainstream. However, yeah. these ideas are what lead to crazy things. You can't put things out there and then say, oh, well, it wasn't our fault. Well, wasn't it? You know it? what? The idea of this guy even shooting his baby, dude. Now, let me ask you. I, I, it just cut off when I was going to bring this he in. He sliced her. Dude, they use knives for this. Yeah, it was horrific. It was Stop. like literal. Yeah. No, wait, wait. Yep, that's the Lafferty murders. Two different people. And this is how much chaos it has caused. And their family wow. was destroyed. Oh, like, it's bad. And this happened. Um, There's a book out called um, Under the Banner of Heaven. I believe. Wow, dude. I believe Krakauer is the author. I've read the book. It's way better than the movie. But if you want to go watch the show, it's on Hulu. And they do a superb, go binge it for your episode, superb job of, of everything that happens. I've watched it as an ex-Mormon. Lafferty? Lafferty murders? Yes. Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. Under the Banner of Heaven. Yes, you know what? And they do um, great. The Catholics, and I keep mentioning the Catholics. I keep bringing it back to the Catholics. It's not that I'm bringing it back to the Catholics, and I'm not bashing only on Catholics. All religion is frankly, corrupt at the top uh, level. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they baptize children. And I, and I got into a deep discussion with my co-host about because he's Catholic. He comes from a Catholic mm-hmm. background, Mexican Catholic. And I'm just, you know, fuck agnostic, agnostic. And I'm like, yo, but wait, like, you're supposed to baptize people because they're trying to get forgiven for their sins and they're trying to um they know what we're gonna write is you know what's what's choosing good and bad it's about what the what the you right. know they have knowledge yeah mm-hmm. they have knowledge so a you kid, know why they baptize babies right they believe they, that we are all born damned and the cat i went to catholic school for a year because my parents are weird 
And anyway, it was some gifted program and I was Mormon. I was the only person there that had no idea what was going on. Like, why are we eating fish mm -hmm. on Fridays? Like, <laughs> What's happening? What? But like, yeah, no it meat, was huh? so like I had no idea what was going on. So, um, anyways, they believe that why do we do that? Yeah, they they believe they're born in original sin because it's a sin that we had sex, and so that is original sin. And if a, they also believe that if the baby dies before the baptism occurs, it will go to um, not outer darkness. They call it purgatory. And so they believe that babies that are innocent, completely innocent, if a priest can't get there in time and the baby's dying, like during childbirth or whatever, that it will go to purgatory. That it is And then it transformed to the value that it brings into the church because it becomes like, for example, in Mexico, that's what I was trying to discuss with the big tank. It becomes some kind of culture. Mexicans, and I'm just saying Mexicans here because I, I could relate. They right. fucking throw massive baptism oh, parties and massive sure. donations to the church because from multiple families, because they have padrinos for, uh, they have uh, godparents for shoes, godparents for the shirt, yes. godparents for the yes. dress, godparents for the hat, yep. godparents for a necklace, and they all pitch in for the same party at one location yep. at one church. So this is huge. It's a massive, it massive is. economic it's huge. Boost. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is. And it, it became very commercialized. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that's, and the Mormons are the same way when their kids are eight, they get baptized and they go all out with the dress and the things and the, oh my God. and yeah, it's the same kind of, it's very similar. And this kind of stuff is, is again, we're going back to Paul and his letters. The simplicity of Christ is not to be corrupted. If it was to be this way, then Jesus would have come and been with the Pharisees. Why the hell did he go search out all these people that were just vagabonds, basically murderers? Mm. Paul was mm. a murderer when he was the tax collector. He murdered Christians. Like he was, he, he was like a, a sicario, right? He was, he was a sick he man. Was bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was so I bad. Heard. And I heard. and not just him. Like John the Baptist was known for having a foul temper. Like all these people. We're just all over the place. Okay. Mm, and mm. why did he search out the men that were not of renown? He could have came to anyone. <laughs> he, he didn't, he came to who he came to those who really needed to be ministered to. If you're not sick, you don't need to go to a hospital. Okay. Yeah, These yeah. people saw the light inside of him and were willing to accept it. Whereas if you know everything like, oh, I know because I'm the Pharisees and I know all that, uh -huh. you're never going to accept that message. You're not because mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. too in your, you're in your own ways. Yeah. Right? Yep. Haughty. They're little fresas, but, um, you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. And I'm telling you like this, this stuff kept going in that all red clan. Do you remember the lady and her, there were three moms and six kids found in a burned up SUV in 2019, right near the Mexican border. Do you remember this story? And they were no, like, but if I look forced. it up, it's going to be one of the first ones. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's bad. And they were ambushed and they killed all these moms and their kids. Like, why would you do that? That was, that was this, they can't prove it. That was rumored to be part of these killings by this clan. Cause even though they threw his ass in jail, he's still running shit. They're like the mob. Shit don't hey, let stop. me ask you something. The mainstream, the mainstream doctrine also probably uses these 
oh, branches yeah. over like, here oh, look at to do dirt, crazy. to dark stuff. Yeah. To do some dark For stuff. Sure. Like a fucking mo- Wow. Yep. yep. Like, deep? look at these crazy people. Anything that's bad, they can just be like, that's not us. Our hands are clean. Yeah. That's not us. They're not and- mainstream. They have been abolished. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We, that, that's why we stopped the polygamy. Don't you know? You know, yeah. like they yeah. want to. We don't do that. We don't do that. Yeah. No. No, yeah. not at all. Mm-hmm. And so they want to walk away from all this. But when you go back, don't forget, this is in your doctrine, sir. Like, uh, I'm sorry, you can take it out all day long, but you're the one that mm. said he got the revelation from God, not me. Like, this came from you. This came from all of you. You guys mm. are the ones. And honestly, it gets clear deep into, remember the garments that I told you about? And how, yeah. you know, they have a, a slice on the knee. Well, that's because... Mm. When you used to go through, they used to actually slice the garment with them on you. And most Mormons had the slice and a scar on their knee. And the only time that this stopped also on the breast, this happened because they're the compass and square on the breast. And his wife, Emma, was like, no, no, I'm not scarring up my body. We can do this to the garment. So wear the garment and then put the cuts on there so when you went to the temple they just cut with scissors where the marks were supposed to be in the shape they were to be then you took them home and you sewed them so that became the mark now they come pre-done it still it looks the same way like a patch when you're trying to patch your shirt with yeah they mainstreamed it. it they mainstreamed it for all the softies yeah they mainstreamed it yeah. fucking the guys they get rid of stuff all the time and that's the thing like like some that's how they stay in power have... though that's how they stay in power they normalize the thinking of it like the, the idea yes. of it and the truth behind it and they try and it's right yep. but it, it takes about 25 years for people to forget about what happened and then they just cover it up with yep. whatever you know they just cover it up oh they take it out they take out all this stuff that i'm telling you and they put anything that they don't like in something called the journal of discourses and they mm. hide it and they take it out of their actual books it's not in there anymore. They take wow. it out and they say, oh, that wasn't real. Sorry. But what does the Bible say about a false prophet if he's wrong even once? That's what they say to do. They say to kill him. So wow. I'm just saying they're wrong an awful lot. You know, but ultimately. Not, you- when, when you really need these Templars to kill some people, they, they, they're not here. <laughs> exactly. And ultimately you're talking about these people that could be mentally ill, you know, easily led. What happens in a cult? Only the strong survive and go to the top. And those that do go to the top and this, we could talk about another time. They can do anything they want because if they're at the top level and they get the second anointing, which we haven't spoke about. But if they get a second anointing, they can do anything they want, and they're still going to go to heaven. It's Mormon four, anointed. Yes. Oh, second anointing. I'll I love come it. And do it. I love it. You gotta know. Yeah, we have you to know. know. About it. Yes. I love yes. you came and you conquered it. You gave me the biggest episode of 2024 so far. Wow, Yay. dude, it was I, full I of logic, full of amazingness. It connected all the dots. It connects to the research that I just did that I'm still doing today. It connects to the conversation. And I didn't even know that. People. So that's yeah, great. like yeah. it's huge. This is fucking huge. Uh, it, we resonated. We vibrated. And again, I want to thank you so much for being here. Where can the listeners find you? Wow. I am Heidi Love. I'm at the Unfiltered Rise. I am on YouTube, all all, uh, podcast servers, uh, Patreon, 
Don't miss our blood atonement series that is coming wow. soon. Now wait. you know what blood atonement's about. You might want yes. to tune into that and join because it's going to be coming here quickly. So. If you know, if you like, I the biggest biggest thing that sells out there in the world is true crime, and the biggest people yes. that buy the true crime is women. So women out there, men out there, dude, you want to make your wife happy? Tune her up to Paranoid Radio Podcast yes. and the Unfiltered Rise Podcast because yeah. she is coming in with the heat, ladies We're and gentlemen. Make sure it. you. <laughs> Make sure you check her out. Heidi Love from the Unfiltered Rise podcast. Check her out on Paranoid Radio Podcast and check her out on her own podcast on, on all podcast platforms. Drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It allows other people to enjoy the show as much as I enjoy making it. Heidi, thank you. I apologize one more time. And God bless you and everything that you're about. I cannot wait to get in tune. Send me the names of these are people, Mr. King, Gary Wayne, Karen, and make sure you yes. send me the links to your show so I can put it on the description of this amazing Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Paranoid Radio.